The Chattanooga Drive-In Show is presented by Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard, the highest quality tires for all makes and models of vehicles, and the best service in town. Wherever you go, we are with you. If you want the company, Chattanooga Drive-In Show, entertaining information and formative entertainment, all wrapped up in a little tiny little podcast, tiny being hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes or so. Replacing those four-hour radio drive shows that long ago quit being entertaining and informative, for the most part, and TV morning shows, which are just plain dull and boring and filled with gibberish. The whole idea here is we're going to give you as much information as possible and as little time as we can possibly squeeze it in. And you can listen anytime you want to, Monday through Friday, 5 a.m., it uploads so you can download, and then you can fast forward, reverse, slide around, listen to things. Those hilarious jokes that you didn't quite get the first time, but you could hear us all yucking it up, so it must have really been funny. You can go back and listen to that again. Or whatever I say that could be slander, you can use it against me in court, and it will actually be recorded right there in front of God and everybody. Mr. Styles, did you say all of Mr. Carlson's children should die? <laughs> Jeff Styles, my name, with a Y. Thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, actually I did, didn't I? Yes, you uh, did. And, um, and Russell Stroud, the guy my, who Jiminy Cricket here on my shoulder, telling me what I'm doing wrong, Jen Lambert over here. <laughs> she often occupies that same mission statement. <gasps> Ryan Stone never... He takes him he, village. He, 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 he gets in my grill from time to time, but he's never Jiminy Cricket. He's usually the guy, he's the little devil going, do it, do it. That's just a totally different role there. Um, appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, it's uh, Thursday. Welcome to Thursday. We are only a day or so away from the 29th anniversary of the blizzard. Isn't that bizarre? Oh, yeah. It is. And we're going to get uh, Absolutely, yeah. And get Sorry. snow. Yes. Yeah, snow potentially uh, Friday into Saturday. Isn't that something? Uh, that's that, The blizzard is one of those stories that people just never, you know, they never tire of telling. Everybody's got their own story. And, uh, and you know, 30 years, essentially, I have no idea where we'll be this time next year. I don't know if we'll still be doing the podcast. We could, you know, you could be president. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, anything is possible for any, you, Jen. Anything is possible. And uh, I just, but yeah, there's just <laughs> stories abound. And there's I've told mine world. so many times, I'm certainly not going to do it again. There's a nightmare world, like like where Bizarro <laughs> Bizarro comes world, from, yeah, where, exactly. Where I'm president. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's, I wear that Bizarro Superman, and I get comments on it all the time. I love it. People say they like the shirt, but I know for a fact they don't know anything about Bizarro World. Under, they probably wonder why he's so square. Well, you know? <laughs> Jeff, you know under President Stroud's new rules, every man must have a gun on him at all times. Yes. Where's yours, Jeff? The number here is 301-9229. If you hear something you don't like, you disagree with, you'd like to give some uh, some equal time to your opinion, or if you want to say boy, or if you want to buy advertising, whatever you might want to do, uh, you can use that number, and Brian will be fielding those calls and sharing them with you as he sees fit. 301-9229. Paid $4.09 this morning for gas, so that's another dime. It goes up every day. 14 cents that it went up yesterday. Get gas now, it'll be more tomorrow. Gas Buddy went completely down yesterday. So many people were using Gas Buddy. Yeah, Spotify and Discord went down too, and that was a big problem. Well, I mean, that's and when when a major provider of information that you get used to using disappears nowadays. People freak you go into out. Withdrawal. Cyber attack. Cyber yeah. attack. <laughs> you know, and the next thing you know, I mean, people are just yeah, they're beginning to get answers. We've just now hit the record for Chattanooga. Um, 
that was set in 08, in September of 08. Yeah, a, a super complicated question I'll ask simply with a very simple sentence or two uh, answer, which is probably not fair. Why was gas $4 a gallon in 08, and when and why did it fall and, and quickly back down to reasonable prices? Why? Just explain to me like Stock a Stock market jitters. Yeah, it just, was just economic the, the, issues. The, 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 the global economic crash that happened in 2008, the bubble burst. So it was just a casualty of was, of the of the way the money was flowing yeah, up and exactly. down. Exactly, it was. It was and the, so once it, it sta- once it stabilization came around, it fell back. It down. was the wave. Okay. The yep. wave. Pretty much any time there's economic instability, you see gas prices go up just because there's fears that people won't be buying as much gas yeah. because the economy. Well, because four dollars was a yeah. lot more value in '08 than it is now. That's yeah. a good point. Like actually. that was a that yeah. four dollars again. Right now, four dollars again. Like ah, this kind of sucks. Then at my age, then I was twenty eight years old. I was like, I'm going to die. Yeah, like I can't buy another can't gallon buy, of gas. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> now I'm just like, ugh, this kind of sucks. Well, yeah. we'll get to some of that sticker shock across the nation, and just a little bit. Thank you to Quality Tire Pros. Uh, you you are going to be still using your vehicle. I mean, you 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 can park it as long as you think you can, but you're going to be using it. So make sure it's running right. Probably wouldn't be a bad idea to go ahead and get a little maintenance done on your car too, hmm. because if things do ever hit the fan, just think just think about what's the first thing you'll panic about. Most people will panic about the same thing. Give it some forethought. And maybe do just a little bit of planning. This is me saying this. This is me saying this. <laughs> the guy who I, says planning's for dollars. I know. I, I actually I told Russell I went out and, and bought some prepper stuff yesterday. I just bought some Coleman fluid, uh, fuel, gas. I mean, for my camping gear, batteries. Got some ammunition. I did, uh, and just just stuff like that. We we are still lousy with canned goods from the pandemic. I think we've got enough panned goods. I mean, if you looked inside our pantry, it would look like we were actual real preppers, you know, preparing for the end of the world because we just bought, like everybody did, so much stuff that could be, you know, prepared during the pandemic. We didn't know if we were going to be trapped in our houses for months, you know. I started digging uh, one of those punji stick holes in my backyard. (laughs) Here's how to make your gas go further. Cape buffalo that come wandering through. Here's how to make your gas go further. Get rid of unnecessary weight in your car. If you're mm. lugging around a bunch of garbage, which most most people do, uh, yeah, get it out of your car. Most of my most of my existing camping equipment and outdoor equipment, get paddling stuff, is yep. all in my car nope. at all times. Take it out, you know, and it's it doesn't weigh much, but it does take up a lot of space. Consider using cruise control; it will significantly reduce. I have your never gas. turned my cruise control in my car on. Oh, I do it every never time I go. One time. I've never had cruise control in a car. I yeah. have it in this car, but it doesn't yeah. work. I just, a newer one doesn't, doesn't have it. I just have a steady ankle. I, I, yeah. can, okay. I can depend on my yeah. ankle not well, to vibrate. I'm yeah. the same way. I'm old school. I learned to drive on a stick shift, so I'm like, you know. Yeah, I was going to say there was, there was no cruise control. I miss okay. driving well, stick If shift. you yeah. are a normal human being and you have a cruise <laughs> control, <laughs> use it when you can. Yeah. Um, check your tires. Make sure there's, you know, your Ooh, tire levels are, are right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know mine aren't. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it might be a good time, if you can, to set up an emergency uh, account in case... You need to fix your car. Well, let me. I'll bring this up right now before we get to the upfront wrap up. Then, well, I have a quick question. I, 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 I'm just going to say this. <laughs> I, I went to the banks real quick the other day. When I was doing some banking, and I did. I'm I'm not going to try to encourage people to 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 you know make a run. But I mentioned this once before and talked to the teller, and she said that indeed a lot of people were coming in and they were all being quiet about it, and some of them seemed to be a little bit, maybe even ashamed. Like they were, you know, kind of, oh, I don't know, 
just sort of just 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 uh, I don't know. Embarrassed that they're worried about embarrassed it. Embarrassed that they were that worried about it, but yeah. they were withdrawing large amounts of cash because they're afraid that there is going to be a cyber attack and we won't be able to get access yeah. to our money. Well, hey, it's ATMs your money. Will be do down. Yeah, I was going to say, but I mean, the, the the banks don't want you to do that, right? And so they will ask some probing questions. If you go in and you say, "I'm going to withdraw a thousand dollars," and you're not used to withdrawing a thousand dollars. Be ready for them to ask you why. It's none of their business. It's to send to my Nigerian but, lover. But they want to. They want to make sure, and they're they're going to make note of it. I guarantee you, they are. Um, one thing. Real. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. I was going to ask uh, Quality Tire. Now I know they're called Quality sure. Tire, but do they do oil changes and that kind of? Oh thing? gosh, yes. yeah, yeah, they okay. do it all. Just, yeah, maintenance. I mean, that's they they do in that case full service. It's just that's that's where it started years ago with Jim Eberly. And then the Suns took over, and they've been full service ever since. Oh, uh, well, my oil change light just came on, so I guess I'll I, I, I actually, I'm ready, too. I, I bought to get mine done. Lucas's you know, first vehicle, his pickup truck, from one of the employees there. Oh, we, really? were, we went by, and I mentioned the fact that it was time for him. He turned 16. It was time for him to get a vehicle. And one of the guys, Don, that worked there, still does, uh, sold me the truck, and I got, and I, that was one of the best deals I ever made. I think we paid twenty five hundred dollars for it. It lasted for seven years, you know, That's and awesome. it had you know three hundred thousand miles on it. They're just good people. They're good people to do business with. Uh, one thing that I have neglected to mention, I'm going to do it right now. Um, Jeff Deloach, president of the Times Free Press, resigned last week. I knew about it early on and i don't know why i never mentioned it i know that most people are not even aware of that you know position and it's not a name that you really see it's not out front on the masthead mm-hmm. but a lot of people in the media are wondering what's up with that yeah because that seemed to be a pretty solid position and somebody needed to be riding herd on this change they're going through this transition you know as they're getting rid of the printed paper I mean, how how big a change can you have in yeah, your really. life and your career when you're in the newspaper business and you no longer put out a newspaper? You know, it's all going electronic with the iPads. And that rollout, from my perspective and the people I've talked to, is not going swimmingly. They mm. really need to get a grip on their app. Yeah. It's been down for the last week or so kind of up and down spotty my, here and there my mom uses it a lot for the crossword puzzle she's yeah. been a long time crossword puzzle user and she's been very frustrated with that aspect of it as well by the way people are cheating on wordle now they've come up with cheat codes and yeah, sharing seen, them on cheat social codes. media what is this, Atari? Yeah, for wordle speaking so of cheat go. codes uh, tiktok taught me how to get around the payroll paywall at the times free press oh so, really uh, i'm really? reading times free press right. for free sorry right. barry would you please show me <laughs> Yeah, Cause yeah, I don't want to have to make a purchase. I can't do. I, I can't to. do it in audio form. I'd have to show you on the actual computer. What obviously. I do? Well, you know, that's can I'm you that, do it on a phone? You know, I'm just. You can, but it. I haven't. Fi- I haven't figured that one out I'm yet. Just gonna I got to read the comments you. more. I'm just going to hand it to you and say, "Do it for me anyway." What I do a lot yeah, of the time is I'll buy you a twelve pack. I don't know if this is like the tip you follow, but what I do a lot of the time uh, when it's like Wall Street Journal and stuff, like I just want to read one article. Um, you load the page, and as soon as the text pops up, you hit stop. Where the refresh button normally is, it has huh. a stop yeah, button yeah, yeah. to stop the page from loading, and it doesn't load the paywall frame. Right. Oh, because yeah, see, I, if if I have ever gone to the to the TFP website, you get what one story, oh, and I then don't know. if you actually if you scroll down to the second page, the paywall thing pops you up. You have a subscription. Or if you switch, if you switch over. That you know. I put on your phone. Well, I haven't used it yet because the paper's still here. Lame. And the paper's I'm still here. I'm trying to ease you into the transition. Yeah, How's it going to 
you know, this is a legitimate question, I'm not an question, ease though. guy. I, I jump in this the deep end. This is so stupid. No, it's, it's not. Think about this. You know this, this is coming. It's a giant change. You're going to freak What's out. What's taking so long? They what said they were going to do this a long time ago. When, when's the paper Actually, going Actually, it was not supposed to be completely done until, until June. Yeah, okay. June. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. They're, they're ahead of schedule. They wanted to wait for my 27th. I'm not happy about this. I, I love a newspaper, I so too. I'm not trying yeah, to be a jerk about it. They wanted to wait for my 27th birthday before they shifted it out just to be cool about it. But I mean, think about it, though. Jeff, you know, he writes in his paper. He's got all the marks. He's going to have to print it out. Look. Oh man! Yeah, see, can you imagine how that sharpie is going to mark up my phone? Highlighter mark. He's doing that too. And then he scrolls. He's like, "Ah, oh, damn it! What a highlight!" <laughs> I can't read this. And it shifted on me. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and get going here. Russell this is going to be a big problem. We need to figure this out. Well, I did. Mr. Deloaching going to be figuring it out. I don't know what he's doing. He couldn't. That's why he resigned. He's working like, down at Jack's, as uh, somebody said just a second ago. He's got to do something, right? All right, so Russell's got headlines for you, and Dave Hooker's got sports coming up. All right, uh, several officers are now on leave after a shooting that occurred at the National Cemetery on Tuesday. The police were called because of a man acting erratically with a knife. When they arrived, they reportedly tried to defuse the situation, but to no avail. The man ran for the entrance of the cemetery and then turned on officers who opened fire. Now, this is all according to the police. The man was hit at least once by a bullet. He was rushed to Erlanger, just a few minutes away from the cemetery. All officers involved were placed on leave. Hamilton County Sheriff's Office has taken over the investigation, and it was reported that D.A. Neil Pinkston himself made an appearance at the crime scene interviewing people who were there. A 35-year-old man from Rock Spring, that's in Catoosa County, pleaded guilty and could spend up to 18 years behind bars. This is, this is a rough one, so get ready. He was accused of throwing his seven-week-old son across a room, breaking 22 oh bones in the child's body. Yeah, Stewart was caring for the child while the mother was at work. What prompted him to do this is unknown. The child's skull and vertebrae were damaged, but there is good news. The child is making a recovery. Robin Smith. We read about Robin Smith yesterday. She released a statement after she pleaded guilty to a felony federal charge of wire fraud. She said, in part, earlier today I entered into a plea agreement with the federal government. I've pled guilty to one count of honest services fraud. Once the Department of Justice informed me of the nature of my activities, these are her words, I took full responsibility for my actions, culminating in my guilty plea. There are no excuses, she says. I intend to cooperate fully as a witness with the federal government and do whatever I can to assist the government in this regard. She says, uh, in conclusion, I have resigned as representative of the Tennessee House. I did so out of respect for the honor of Tennesseans, my commitment to public service over the last several decades, and, of course, she says, my Christian faith. I believe in forgiveness, and I hope to earn yours over time. Finally, a man in Catoosa County who had been wanted on an assault charge for over a week was arrested. 41-year-old Lewis Carter wanted on a charge of aggravated assault and possession of a weapon during the commission of a felony. He is now back in custody. And now from Ramstein Air Force Base in Germany, it's Dave Hooker. Far be it for me to defend the NFL, but that's exactly what I'm going to do. Dave Hooker off the hook sports and Calvin Ridley suspended for an entire year at least after it was discovered he gambled on games using the website slash app FanDuel. Only about $1,500 lost. He says he doesn't have a gambling problem. It was only a five-day span shortly after he was battling what we believe was a mental issue, and he left the team following uh, Halloween, actually. So when you look at this situation... It's easy to say to yourself, hey, the NFL cracks down on this guy for gambling when other guys have done far worse, and they have. The most common example is you point to Ray Rice just suspended a handful of games for 
punching his then wife, and it was on video. It looked pretty ugly. And listen, there's no question that punching one's wife is worse than gambling, especially now that it's legal in most states. However, the more important thing to remember is it's not the NFL that is essentially handing down these suspensions. It's an agreement between the NFL and the NFL Players Association. So they have agreed that gambling is a dire situation that has to be addressed swiftly and with strong punitive damage. That's the players. That's not just the NFL. These are all bargained upon. These are all agreed upon. So don't get mad at the NFL. Don't even get mad at the NFLPA. Get mad at Calvin Ridley. Every player is told not to gamble on games, and I'm sorry for the middle issue he was going through, but the simple fact is he knew the rules. If I tell you, do not break this one rule, or you could be fired, you're probably not going to go into work today and break that rule. Calvin Ridley did. Dave Hooker off those sports. And we can use that as an example right there. Robin Smith resigning her position because it was the right thing to do because she knew she was guilty. And because she's a Christian. And Calvin Ridley will continue to make himself the victim of an unfair policy that will be called racist at some point. Mashallah. And, I mean, the fact of the matter is, I mean, he knew what he was doing. He knew it was wrong. She did, too. I think probably the, 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 the oddity of her statement that when they informed her of the scope of what she was doing, she knew what she was doing was wrong, but she probably, like the rest of us, had never heard of wire fraud of honest intent or whatever it yeah, was, that I, bizarre charge. I guess she thought that there's no way this is, if anything, a misdemeanor, definitely not a freaking federal felony. Well, there you go. Well, who doesn't break the rules? I mean, we all break the rules at some oh, point. Heavens. I mean, I've I broken get, every rule I get, there is. I get that, but well, if you get caught, you get caught. I mentioned. By the, the way, uh, don't go digging around behind my house. <laughs> I mentioned the, uh, the the you know the the commissioner of Bradley County, also the comptroller coming down on her. You know, she has a, a firm, a, a business. And the business gets a contract from the county while she's sitting there. She profits from it. You can't do that. <laughs> I know that everybody's telling you, you can, and people do it, you know, all the time and get away with it. So you think you're going to, but it's wrong. It's illegal. It's unethical. If you don't get away with it, it's nobody's fault but your own. Don't yeah. whine, for God's sakes. All right. So People's Home Equity bringing you the upfront wrap up where we throw as many of the headlines as we possibly can at you in about a 20 to 25 minute period here and we'll get started the shooting at the national cemetery the guy was armed with a knife acting erratically police show up he makes a dash toward the gate Mm -hmm. he's got a knife not a firearm they decide that he is a danger to the public so they're not going to let him go as he turns on the officers there you go how much space this is why i'm sure general pinkston was out there mm-hmm. how much space was between them the officers who had their firearms drawn and aimed and ready to shoot and did mm-hmm. and the man who was shot was there a barrier between them when that happened if he was just standing there not charging them not swinging the weapon there could be complications here. Mm-hmm. There could be, and that's why I'm sure he wanted to go there himself and not have one of his agents investigate because he wants to see it for himself. Crazy, crazy story. I'll, by the way, the upfront wrap-up brought to you by People's Home Equity. You need to get pre-approved if you're in the housing market. I'm going to be uh, 
talking about housing a little bit later on today off the air in preparation for actually having a guest on the air next week. And uh, I think there's going to be some really interesting questions asked. I mean, now is the time. Right now, sometimes when the stock market is jittery and people are unsure what's going on, that's that's the best time to make a big purchase. Calm people do well in times of crisis. Huh. So make sure that you have somebody that's calm on your side, like Bruce Dodd or Trevor Glass, 5919801, chatmortgage.com, two Ts. Um, all right, there is a silence mode currently going on in Ukraine with the Russian army, supposedly. Uh, they have a unilateral ceasefire. They've broken all the other ceasefires that they agreed to. Mm-hmm. They've bombed the evacuation routes that the citizens were taking. They've rearranged the routes to end back up in Russia or Belarus. But this silence mode is quite eerie, and everybody is pretty much firmly of the mind that, well, it's the calm before the storm. You think you've seen destruction? The Russians still have 95% of the army they began with. Yes, they've taken some losses. Yes, Ukraine has inspired everybody. But this is only going to end one way. Russia is being slowed down is because of Russia. Uh, Russia being slowed in their advance is because of Russian failures in logistics and communication, not necessarily because of heavy losses they've incurred, inflicted by the Ukrainians. So that's something that's important to know. Vice President Harris made a visit to Poland. Uh, to actually see things with her own eyes. They've been heavily criticized for not going to our own border and seeing things with their own eyes. Uh, but now we've also got President Biden heading down to uh, to Texas mm-hmm. to talk veterans affairs, uh, among other things. But maybe he'll swing by while he's down there. Um, the president did completely wean us from all Russian oil purchases. The United States will not be buying any Russian oil. And we were talking about the fact that, what, 20% of our annual usage uh, came from Russia. It will affect the prices at the pump. There's no doubt about it. Um, Europe did not follow suit. Europe Europe doesn't have the luxury of making this call. And again, you know, Venezuela also, because of the talks going on, intense talks with Venezuela, if Russia's not there to prop them up, They've got nothing else going on. The rest of the world, Venezuela has been a pariah for some time now. And they released two American prisoners. Apparently they went in, you know, loaded for bear. And that was right off the bat, two things they demanded and got. Yeah, it seems that relations between the U.S. and Venezuela are about to get a lot lot warmer, a lot nicer. It would be wonderful. I mean, they're not that far away. No. I mean, Venezuela's at the top of South America, for those of you who have never looked at a globe or a map. Yeah. I mean, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump. You can literally you know, skip a rock from Mexico I mean, I to was, Venezuela. Sorry, I was talking to a, a friend of mine a couple of days ago when this was all sort of beginning to go down, and we were talking about how it's you know kind of ironic we're trading one mur- murderous regime for another. Yeah. But again, you have to keep in mind, the devil you know versus the one you don't. Venezuela's right Right there, like you said, and Russia is right there in terms of Alaska, but otherwise it's pretty far and away. And again, a first world nation, you know, country for, I mean, for, for decades and was doing great. And it would be nice to be able to see people f- travel freely once again, because Rebecca would like to see some of her family. Mm-hmm. Right. They used to come up, you know, once every couple of years, you know, a huge family. And they would take turns traveling to America because it was exciting. Got to see family folks, you know, had big you know reunions. Yeah. There has been nobody come out of Venezuela for the last, you know, four years now, five years. Well, let's be easily. honest. 
uh, buying Venezuelan oil is a pretty big way to boost the Venezuelan economy and help yeah. to get them out of this rut. I mean, th- imagine That's the it. opposite of what we're doing to Russia. And if Russia is not there to ha- just hand them the money to prop them up like they did Cuba for years and years, then they're going to have to go somewhere. Well, we kind of implied this the other day, or maybe said it exactly, I don't remember. All oil trade is blood money. Yes, right. All it, it is. So if it's Venezuela, it's it's blood money. Sure if it's it Russia's blood money. If it's, it's Saudis, it's blood money. That's that's what this is. The, so I mean, you got You're going to do it with somebody. The Saudis and the United Arab Emirates apparently refusing the phone calls of President Biden refused to take them on the hotline, which rings in on a bust of Shakespeare that they bend over backwards. He's got a button <laughs> to get to the bat pole. Yeah, I imagine they got this big yeah, red phone. Yeah, big red phone. And did and would not would not speak to him because of their uh, frustration over numerous things, mm-hmm. including you know the you know increasing tensions with Iran over the uh, you know the nuclear agreement, uh, the 2018 murder of the journalist, of course, Yemen, the ongoing war there, did not take Biden's phone calls, uh, Poland trying to give 28 fighter jets to Ukraine in hopes that we will then replace the fighter jets that they just gave them with better, more up-to-date fighter jets from our supply. And they've already basically committed to doing this. We talked about this yesterday. And then the United States has surprised a lot of people through a curveball by saying, no, wait a minute, that's going to look exactly like we're giving the fighter jets to Ukraine and we can't have that. Yeah, that's actually the subject of my flex. So we'll talk well, more about we'll that talk more about that in a minute. Uh, here again, HUD, speaking of Texas, uh, HUD says Texas, the state with Governor Greg Abbott, you know, going, you know, running for reelection again, easily winning the primary, mm-hmm. uh, discriminated against communities of color with storm relief. And about housing and urban development? Yeah, housing and urban development says that the state, they have proof that the state discriminated against communities of color with hurricane relief funds. And this is going to be something that will be a continuing headache for the governor and the administrators inside you know, the Lone Star State for some time. We'll, we'll see how that ends up going. Uh, Biden heading to Fort Worth, as I mentioned, to discuss veterans' health issues over there. Uh, Guy Reffitt, guilty on all counts, guilty of all counts. And this is one of the um, January 6th insurrectionists and one that was closely uh, allied with the Oath Keepers and the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys, the um, leader of the Proud Boys, an African-American man, strangely enough, was arrested yesterday. Mm -hmm. His home was invaded and he was taken into custody even though he was not even present inside the the, the Capitol grounds. He was inside D.C. and he had been told to leave. He was actually arrested two days prior, yeah. Yeah, it's and an odd case. He didn't. He did not leave. He went to a meeting in a subway tunnel of white supremacists, and now they're getting him on conspiracy charges. But guilty on all counts. Well, they're uh, not only getting him on conspiracy and conspiracy charges. I can understand because it makes total sense. But they're also getting him on an assault charge, and that one to me doesn't make any sense at all because they're accusing him of an assault on a police officer. He wasn't physically present, so I don't know how that one works. Sentencing June eighth for Mr. Reffitt. This is going to be interesting to note now. Let's talk about, just real quick, let's jump over just for a second to the Robin Smith story. Uh, First of all, there will not be a special election because her seat was already going to be on the ballot in the upcoming election. And so now she she has, her name has been removed. Whoever wants to run can run, but there will be no special election for that seat. 
her sentencing after the guilty plea, and you read her comment pretty much from front to back, mm-hmm. uh, is not until October 17th. Why so long? Because she is cooperating fully, as she said she would, mm-hmm. with the prosecution. Goodbye, Mr. Casada. Goodbye, goodbye, Mr. Carlton. Mm-hmm. Probably, uh, yeah. Uh, and and there, I, there will be more. I think that this is very well laid out strategically. They went after Representative Smith first for a reason, because they knew she would be the one to cooperate. Yeah, I, I think they probably did. They could they could safely predict that she would take this stance, right. where others would, you know, scream victimization and and drag it as long as they could. And ironically, the it's probably because she's the more principled among them. Um, Zelensky, uh, president of Ukraine, directly addressing the uh, UK Parliament. Uh, to resounding uh, standing ovations, uh, quoted Churchill, we will fight them in the streets, we'll fight them in the fields, we will never, ever, ever surrender. And that resonates pretty well inside Parliament, the halls (laughs) of Parliament, as you might well imagine. Wasn't that speech made in Parliament? Yes, it was. Um, So far, McDonald's, which was the picture of capitalism's conquering communism in modern Russia, McDonald's has completely withdrawn all of their business out of Russia, as has Starbucks, Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. Pepsi, GE, all saying goodbye to their Russian capitalist there, ventures. There was a big hashtag, boycott Coca-Cola, going the other day. I didn't know if they had pulled. I'm glad to hear that they, they did. Have. That was going to be easy for me to boycott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I, I think, actually, I fall on the opposite side of the spectrum on that one. I think that's a terrible move because it only hurts the Russian people. I mean, you got regular old. How do you get around teenagers. that, though? How do you get around Same it? Same thing. By when not I, doing that. When I, <laughs> yeah, when but I, I'm a selfish American. I don't give a damn about the Russian people. After, <laughs> after Exxon Valdez, the the disaster in in Alaska and the huge oil spill up there, we've never seen anything like it before. I boycotted, you know, Exxon. I decided I wasn't going to buy any, you know, gas. I mean, that mm-hmm. was just my one little, you know, stick uh, it to you, stick it to you, yeah. stick it to sure. the man. And it just so happened I was living at the time in a duplex apartment up on Missionary Ridge, the guy that lived in the duplex next to me ran an Exxon station on <laughs> East 23rd Street, and he's going, this this boycott's killing me. Yeah. And it, and I and I realized I was only hurting people like him. Yeah. Right. Exxon wasn't feeling that, but he certainly was, because a lot of people were doing it. They were sure. going right past him, waving, flipping him the bird, and pulling into the place right next to him. Yeah, that's, that's exactly my point, is that we're not, this doesn't affect the Russian oligarchs. It affects the Russian 16-year-old who needs a job, and it, yeah. you know, these are terrible times for the Russians right now. It uh, is. Our former ambassador yeah, go ahead i just say tough tough yeah, yeah. tough ass tough Our shit. Fo- former ambassador to ukraine uh yuvanovich uh who was fired by trump because she apparently tried to subvert his plan to knuckle Zelensky down and to you know extort him into finding dirt on biden he refused to do so he did not care for the way the ambassador did not back him up on this plan so he dismissed her she has a new book out, surprise, surprise, called Lessons from the Edge, and she is one of the leading and loudest voices right now inside the Beltway as she's making her rounds for her book tour, and also because she is somebody who knows very well the Ukrainian people, mm-hmm. and she says the no-fly zone is a must, a must. She is one of the loudest voices that you can hear right now still with any connection to the American government saying, we have got to do this or these people are going to die like flies. And, you know, we convinced Ukraine to give up their nuclear weapons in a way that they could possibly defend themselves or at least bluff. They don't have that anymore because we promised to take care of them. You can understand why Zelensky is as angry as he is. 
And, you know, she was talking about just, she said the Ukrainians are so much more similar to Americans than any of us really have any reason to understand. They're very proud people. They will take a stance because it's the right thing to do, even when it will damage them personally or hurt their families. So they're not going to give up. Neither one of those sides are going to give up. It's easy to call for a no-fly zone when you're not the one who would go off and be sent to war. Six teens charged with murder in that drive-by shooting in Iowa, all six of them facing potentially the death penalty. Wow. Uh, and that's, that's, I mean, that was a car full of people angry at one person, decided to commit a drive-by shooting, one dead, two wounded, six now charged, eight, no, nine lives ruined. Yeah. Because of a beef, a high school beef. Unbelievable. Uh, the latest findings, 19,000 people in our own area in the city of Chattanooga questioned about what motivated them to get the vaccination. They have determined that the vax for cash thing that the city was doing yep. immediately, yep. started doing immediately, and Mayor Kelly pumped it up when he came in, when he won office, said 3,340 people said they got the vaccination purely for the cash incentive yeah pretty um, pretty uh, that's a sizable number it is it's a you lot got, more than i you thought actually would be. took that right out of my corner yeah. i was going to talk about that i don't a know what bit. that means exactly there was a there just, was a campaign a we'll, we'll pay you a thousand dollars if you'll get vaccinated well, yeah. sure no i understand yeah. what what happened i just yeah. don't know what it means ideology ideologically uh, it just means the, that they they weren't going to get it and they said oh i can get cash yeah sure and then they convinced other people to get sure. vaccinated. Well, i yeah. said i said right at the beginning i said i'm going to wait until they start paying people because i know they're gonna and you said you're selfish and i said i want money <laughs> <laughs> that incentive was actually um partially sponsored by chattanooga safety products there you yeah, go that was and the last but certainly not least and we're going to talk more about this a little bit later on i'm going to try to have a little fun with it the don't say gay bill uh, oh, in florida did sake. pass yeah DeSantis spokesperson said that anybody violating the don't say gay bill is probably a groomer this is what she said her words they're pro- the teacher or librarian who violates this new law is probably a groomer, meaning that they're probably actively grooming kids to join the gay blade. <laughs> well, and you know what, and uh, what a ridiculous statement and how hurtful because somebody standing up for their rights, their freedom of speech, what they think their job should be, not what Governor Dumbass DeSantis mm-hmm. says it is, you know, doing the right thing could now suffer grievous bodily harm or death at the hands of some bozo in Florida who thinks that Trump won 2020 and that QAnon's real. Well, I find it extremely unlikely that any charges would be pressed against anyone simply because of the age range that it covers. K through three, right? K through yeah. three. It's, yeah, it's, so this, this is a, we're, we're spending a lot a of time on something that's not ever going to be very... That's what I've been saying. Uh, this is a nothing burger, and everyone's getting all flipped out well, about I mean, it. Again, I'm getting flipped out about it because the Republican state legislators continue to find solutions in search of a problem. Well, that, you're not right. wrong there. But well, this is what happens when you... ridiculous do. pieces of legislation which put people in harm's way. What if a kindergartner... Innocent people. What if a kindergartner or a third grader would in between have two dads or two moms... They You're can't not talk about to it. say? Can't talk know. about it. Well, can't talk about it in class. Crazy. This is what happens when you invite the government into the classroom. Well, this is what we set up back in nineteen. Well, then you ought to be as angry as I, I am have... at the fact that they continue to insert themselves in the, at the state level and at the school board level because they can't win at the federal level. I'm angry at the entire system. I think I it's a failure. I have one other thing yeah. to add to the upfront wrap-up. Do you sure. remember the story about the Little Lamb Daycare in Cleveland? Yeah, yes. of course. How yes. And the fire and yes. the guy getting charged with 27 counts of child neglect. all those... They dismissed it. 
they totally dismissed it because the judge of because the judge interpreted the law differently and they let it go here is the oh, last okay. couple of things very Crazy. fast here i mentioned this you won't be a judge for much longer sticker shock across the nation That's california right. average price is five dollars and 44 cents a gallon hawaii you would expect it to be high i mean they got to transport it a little further right and it's out there by themselves four dollars and 71 cents uh drops down to nevada oregon washington alaska oil rich state uh four dollars and fifty cents so our 409 that i paid this morning looking pretty good in comparison to even <laughs> pennsylvania connecticut new york illinois some others yeah i paid uh 399 but i actually played like 370 something because of my thankfully my yes. uh, food city food that's box. right those are great yeah. those things and, and today's the day right for, for what? what? Uh, no, it's Wednesdays. Wednesdays are the days you can use this, or you can, can use, use it any day. Anytime. Yeah, use it anytime. Uh, that last time I, I used, used the last time I used one, you could only you only had one day of the week. No, we there's, used, a, oh, wow. those there's bucks. a specific gas station. I think you're thinking back to the Bilo days. Yeah, exactly. I, I, that's I, right. I probably am. That's right. I probably am. I'm thinking of Bilo where you still couldn't even buy beer on Sunday. Yeah, and you, you know, to, <laughs> remember the milk? Oh, Bilo, you Redfood, you couldn't yes. buy beer at all. Remember yeah. the entire supermarket would not sell any alcohol. Well, you couldn't buy alcohol in any supermarket back then. Yeah, four dollars. Uh, you can expect it to remain above $4 again until November. Uh. Uh, <laughs> the other uh, thing that has to do with kids in schools is that our kindergartners are in dire need of some tutoring when it comes to reading. The last three years have been disastrous, and they said even in a couple of states in particular, at high school level, you're seeing reading is just the kids are behind. The kids are not all right and uh, literacy has suffered as much as anything and that's from a new uh, study that has just been released and i can give you more on that a little bit later on down the road it's like i say the, the worrying about libraries and stuff is almost a non-issue because they can't even freaking read anyway who cares <laughs> all right it's not and funny that is funny your upfront wrap-up <laughs> for today chattanooga drive-in show and coming up now everybody's got one and everybody's got one an opinion an opinion, and most of them stink. Brought to you by Cadis, Council for Alcohol and Drug Abuse Service. Been saving lives for the past 57 years in and around the Chattanooga area. A full continuum of care. Offers full medical detox and inpatient residential treatment options. Outpatient services include both traditional IOP and MAT services. The Oasis Halfway House. Family Way for Early Recovery Transitional Housing. Cadis also offers sober living apartments in their curriculum as well. And we are very proud to have Cadis on board with us. And the opinion piece today comes from Kevin McDermott, uh, who is a columnist for the Tribune, uh, Tribune Content Agency, uh, based out of Detroit. And it reads thusly, Ukrainian courage shames GOP cowards. This is on the Times side of the opinion section of the Times Free Press, and I'll read just a little bit of it. It has to do with, again, MTG. I know you're tired of the the, the political theater, but this is, it's gotten enough people's attention at this point where now Kevin McCarthy is probably the best known coward in America because he doesn't even have the cojones to stand up to two women who are complete <laughs> loose cannon nutcases, and he won't even chastise them publicly. But it goes like this. It began two weekends ago when Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene spoke in an event organized by Nicholas Fuentes. He is a well-known white nationalist organizer 
who the FBI has dubbed a white supremacist. Isn't he Hispanic, though? Green, the Georgia congresswoman, nonetheless claims never to have heard of him when she agreed to speak at this event. Even if we accept the premise that Green was utterly ignorant about the background of her controversial host, she might want to claim deafness as well. (laughs) Just before she spoke, as she stood to the side, Fuentes bragged to his crowd about our secret service here. It's these young white men, to applause. He noted that people are going on about Russia and Vladimir Putin is now the new Hitler and then mused, and they say that's not a good thing and got (laughs) applause and then asked for and got a round of applause for Russia. And then Green took the stage. What strange times we're in. I'm old enough to remember when those on the political right prided themselves on rock-ribbed resistance against foreign adversaries, Russia chief among them. Actually, anyone older than eight is old enough to remember that. As with so much of the GOP's dysfunction today, this weird new Russia coddling thing among a lot of self-proclaimed conservatives can be traced in a straight line right back to former President Donald Trump. Zelensky, Ukraine's 44-year-old president, is the same leader who then-President Trump tried to strong-arm for campaign help in 2019, holding U.S. military aid over his head. No one who impartially watched the resulting impeachment trial could reasonably doubt that Trump deserved removal from office. Yet almost every congressional Republican stood by him, not out of loyalty, most of them, but out of cowering terror that he would tweet something nasty and sick his base on them if they tried to hold him accountable. Now the leader of the U.S. ally they betrayed, along with their oaths to the Constitution, is standing courageously against Russia's invasion while the top House Republican doesn't have the borscht to stand up to a bunch of Putin-loving skinheads and a deranged congresswoman. That is your got one category segment today. The duh segment is very simple. First of all, it's brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. All your industrial safety footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. It is just the comment of one Ukrainian woman, a very elderly woman who was weeping on camera Mm -hmm. as she was leaving her family. Uh, Her son, who was under the age of 60, was forced to stay behind. Grandsons, uh, nephews, forced to stay behind. And her English was very good, and she was speaking directly to the camera, directly to the people of America when she spoke. And she said simply this, please love your liberty. Please love your democracy because it is so very valuable and it is so very vulnerable. We did not think this could happen here. I'll go ahead and insert my own comment. The folks of Venezuela didn't think it could happen there either. Here in America, we think we are above this Remember the words of Ronald Reagan, we are always just one generation removed from having our style of government completely wiped off the face of the planet. And this might very well be the generation, a soft generation led by cowards. That's where we are right now. And it is something we take for granted every single day, all of these rights. And you have so many people pounding on the table saying that they're taking away our rights. What are the rights that are actually being removed? The people of Ukraine have already accepted the fact 
that some of their civil liberties are going to have to be set aside in order to survive as a nation. I don't know that that would happen here, and I'm not saying it would be good or bad. I'm not making that call right now. You know, I would say that our individual rights, everything in the Constitution is to be read as an individual citizen's right, not a group right. And so it's yours. They're yours. But you have got to take that to heart when she says it is so fragile and vulnerable. It can happen here, and we're seeing it happen here. Freedom of speech just went away in the schools. It's not just the don't say gay bill in Florida. It has to do with the... the uh, I mean, the, the entire race thing, critical race theory. You know, we have some 41 states have now made some kind of move to remove divisive theories from the classroom. How do you teach about the Revolutionary War if you can't teach a divisive theory? There was only a third of the nation's population in 1776 who wanted to separate from the king. Two-thirds of Americans were loyalists. So it was an unpopular minority opinion among American citizens of the colonies to fight the king. How do you teach that and it not be divisive? You know, I mean, we put rose-colored glasses on this a long time ago. But no, it was not popular. And America didn't want to go into World War II. We like to see ourselves as the reason that we were victorious in World War II. When America got into the battle, the thing changed. America didn't want to join the battle in World War II. It took Pearl Harbor to make it happen. There still was incredible division, and there were still a lot of people saying, well, that sucks. We lost 3,000 people. That's better than losing 45,000 or 450,000 or a million or 20 million the way Russia did. Mm -hmm. I mean, how do you teach these things without dealing with divisive issues? Do you remember the famous study that was done in the 60s where they took a class. This was a group of sociologists, psychologists, oh, the and Stanford others, Prison Experiment? anthropologists. They did the blue-eye-brown-eye thing, yes. Blue-eye-brown-eye. Oh, this is a different one. They yeah. came in, and this this is well-documented. There have been you know documentaries done on it. There have been whole books written about it. They told the kids. They divided them up. Blue-eyes, brown-eyes. I don't know where the kids with hazel eyes went. I have no idea. <laughs> but they told them that the kids with blue eyes, and they did this purposely, and we would never be able to do this today, but they used them as guinea pigs. They said that blue-eyed kids are superior. Blue-eyed kids, they get the, the front seats in the class, or they get to go to lunch first. They get an extra you know, few minutes of recess. They gave them all of these goodies because they were simply born with blue eyes, and they watched the transformation take place. Suddenly, the blue-eyed kids became cocky and arrogant, and they began to bully, and the brown-eyed kids fell into place. After a week, they switched it. They said, we've made a terrible mistake. We've made a terrible mistake. Our scientists misread this report. It's actually the brown-eyed kids who are genetically superior, so we're going to switch everything around. And they came back with a vengeance, and they took it out on the blue-eyed kids who had bullied them the week prior. Mm -hmm. Now, that was an incredibly valuable experiment. Like I said, you could never get away with doing that now because you're dealing with the psyche of an actual young American citizen. But... It, they learned so much. You couldn't even talk about that. You they couldn't actually, even talk about I, You couldn't do what I'm doing right now in, in, a, in, a, in an American classroom a year from now. You couldn't have this conversation inside that classroom. They actually did this same experiment with the same teacher who came up with this experiment 
on the Oprah show hmm. a long time ago yes, with, they with, did. The, with adults. Yes, they did. And the same thing happened. And she continues to teach this theory. She's probably in her 80s now, but she continues to teach it. I think it's just absolutely fascinating. It is. And that is today's Doug segment. This is What Are You Doing? What Are You Doing? Community calendar segment. And Jen's normally the one that takes the the tip of the spear on this one. So you go first, and I've got just a couple. Today through Saturday, uh, at various times, you'll have to check Facebook for the times. There is a Chattanooga Boutique Warehouse Sale at Stratton Hall, which is at 3146 Broad Street. Various prices. Shop boutique clothing at discounts up to 90% off. If you like fashion, go do it. I used to do that when I was younger. The sample (laughs) sales are awesome. Um, There is a new McAllister's Deli opening up in uh, Hickson at 5595 Highway 153 by Northgate. Set to open on Monday the 14th at 1030. If you are one of the first 112 guests in line, you receive free McAllister's tea for a full year. Cool. That might work for some people. Sure. Um, In anticipation of spring and warm weather, various Tennessee state parks are hosting free guided spring hikes. This month, uh, most of which will take place on March 19th, you can find the full list of participating parks um, at tnstateparks.com and then just click on the special events link and it'll give you give you all the details. All right. Um, I've got a couple here. March 26th, the SIP TN Chattanooga Wine Festival. SIP Tennessee Chattanooga Wine Festival at the First Horizon Pavilion. Uh, Reggie White Boulevard, noon to 6. Need a designated driver if you're going to be drinking. $10 to get in, and they will be, you know, obviously dealing with wines made here in Tennessee. And we got a lot more wineries than we did by far. There are some 200 different wines that will be available for testing, uh, tasting, testing, whatever. Uh, tasting, one, two, one, two. April 8th through the 10th. Four Bridges Arts Festival, also at the First Horizon Pavilion on Reggie White Boulevard. And you guys know what Four Bridges is at this point, I'm sure. And here's one back, uh, kind of a blast from the past. Back in the days, St. Patrick's Day used to be the time for the pub crawl. Mm -hmm. And the pub crawl, believe it or not, children, was a time when adults would get in their cars and they would have these little (laughs) tickets and the tickets would have all of these bars' names on them that were participating all over town and when you went in the bar and got a drink they would take a hole punch and they would punch their name the name of the restaurant or the bar you were in and you would show that you've been to that bar then you'd get in the car again Mm -hmm. after drinking and you'd ride across town to another bar to get your ticket punched again and the idea was to get to as many bars as you possibly could and you didn't get your ticket punched for walking in the door you got it for drinking a drink an alcoholic drink and so we had people piling into their cars and driving in all directions at once throughout our city during the pub crawl. And at some point, somebody pointed out, this may not be the best lesson right. to be trying to teach the kids when we're telling them not to drink and drive. So mean? they made it go away. And now the taco and tequila crawl has been brought back. Oh, gosh. But nowadays you'll I'm notice any time that you see a crawl, because people have tried to bring it back, it's always in a community where you can walk. Yes. And that's what it is. Yep. It's in the North Shore. Or crawl. North Shore restaurants. And how many you're participating, I do not know. You can go to Eventbrite and find out. But the taco and tequila crawl 
and the North Shore. So you can be puking, but you'll be puking while you're a pedestrian. That'll be the best <laughs> thing going on there. That's what are you doing. Now, real quick, actually, and I am going to say this. Uh, we did not mention this yesterday and could have. Uh, the ACMs were held big winners. Miranda Lambert, Dolly Parton was a hell of a host. God, she is just so, just such a rock star. She is so comfortable in her own skin. Mm -hmm. I mean, she just, you know, multiple costume changes, outfit changes. Everybody up there admires her so much. But let's see, Carly Pierce, one for Female Artist of the Year, new to me. Chris Stapleton, Morgan Wallen, showing that the country music world and the awards people have forgiven him. Maybe the rest of the population has not. Some people haven't, but they've forgiven him. He's the one that used the N-word at his house remember they had the videotape surveillance cam. yeah surveillance cameras oh. doorbell <clears throat> cam and he was saying what's up my n-words to oh, some friends who arrived okay. and he ended up actually he was going to host saturday night live and they yanked him mm-hmm. um well, that seems like not a very big deal jason aldean and carrie underwood won for single of the year song of the year was laney wilson and duo of the year brothers osborne and they're one of the, the headliners for riverbend this year yeah. i've never seen the brothers osborne from what I understand, they're really Southern rock yeah, they as are. opposed to country. They're good live. And they say that they would be a very, very good you know, live band. And I will just say thanks to my friend Pimp Jen here too for helping me score a pair of tickets to see Jack White a little bit later on this spring in Nashville. And this is going to be my wedding anniversary and birthday gift to Rebecca. I talked to, to her about it last night, so the surprise is not there anymore. The cat's out of the bag. <laughs> Obviously. But I have never still, <laughs> I can say I've never made an electronic purchase oh. using my card and my phone. We used my card and my phone, but she did all the work. So thank you, Jen, <laughs> Actually, for helping me out for my anniversary on my phone, and but birthday. We got you know, it. It was like watching, birthday. It was like watching a Saw movie, you know? It's like <laughs> two old people trying to figure out <laughs> no, the technology. Like, Would you like to play a game? I had my Sharpie. <laughs> I, and I was making was notes phone. on my phone, and it just and then they they all everything went away, and I just had a bunch of black marks on it. I couldn't Whatever. read it anymore. Thank Dolly you Parton much. did look great in that silver jumpsuit. Oh, the the mirror oh ball. She said yes. a disco ball fell on her on the way out. <laughs> and, and she had she shards of glass adorable. stuck to her. Yes. At Quality Tire Pros, we look forward to keeping you on the road in 2022. If your ride is running as rough as the past two years have been, stop in today. Let us check it out. For a quality ride and one you can count on, we carry great tire brands like Michelin. No matter what you drive or where you've driven, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard. And Pimp Jen has her own corner where she gets to do what she wants to do. And this is the time for Pimp's Corner right now. Thank you for listening to the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. I just got this uh, news, breaking news. It says maternity hospital bombed. Uh, pictures show a scene of devastation at the facility in uh, the besieged city of Maripol. 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 It's a coastal city. Yeah, and of course, Zelensky is blaming Russia for it. But oh, of course. How, <laughs> yeah. how yeah. dare Putin do this after two and a half years of a global pandemic? I'm just throwing that in there. That was not. He doesn't care. That was not in any of my prep. He's a God, complete, how, total a sociopath. Be- he doesn't care, and now he's yeah. he's more deluded than ever before. It's because he's insane. Because of one word, war. This is what war looks like. Yeah. Good timing, Putin. Um, why don't we have more gold-topped buildings in America like they do in Europe? Because gold's expensive. They're beautiful. 
that well, uh, we, like the gold dome we have here or down in the state yes. capital in Georgia. Yeah, uh, that's the 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 thinness of that foil would amaze you. But mm-hmm. don't you think it is, they're it gorgeous? Is, it is thinner than this piece of paper right here. Is it actually gold Go- or is it copper? It is gold. Oh, okay. It's gold. And it, it's I mean it's it's gold. Uh, it's 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 filament or filigree, whatever right. they call it. Fil- right. You know, Not but I mean, filigree. What it's what well, it means lacy, right? That, yes. Well, what, whatever it is, it's it's literally. Gold is it gold, gold foil? Gold, gold can be hammered out. Gold leaf? They say a, a piece of gold, literally the size of a stick of Wrigley spearmint gum, could be hammered out to cover a football field. Yeah, yeah. that's how malleable it is. Right. It's so. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I mean, I, obviously, it's expensive. As yeah. I'm watching, you know, the the newscasters on there giving their reports, um, yeah. you know, and you see all these beautiful buildings in the background. Just occurred to me. Well, though that came <laughs> well, from 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 emperors and czars right. and people who had money to spend. <laughs> you want to talk about blood yeah, money? Let's yeah, talk about <laughs> the, the Taj Mahal. Yeah. Literally, just I, I've got to bury my wife. I think I'll build this multi-gajillion dollar thing to build. You know, bury her in. And then I'll kill everyone who helped to build it. Yeah. I don't know if we've talked about Stab this yet up. or not, but the the U.S. military th- there are volunteers who are going over to Ukraine yep. mm-hmm. and then training civilians. Yeah. I think that's pretty great. Uh, locally, congrats to John Martin. He's a morning show anchor, morning news anchor on WRCB TV. He got engaged this week. I saw. Oh, I didn't realize that. I thought that was his wife all this time. Long-term girlfriend. Doing the you know the cooking, the, the, the cooking segments. Yeah, they're adorable. Together. I would not normally think of John Martin <laughs> to go to for my cooking tips, but apparently something he really Some enjoys. Some of the stuff is really good. Claire is her name. Yeah, she seems to right. be a sweetie. Yeah, but I saw the picture of her holding up a rock. But that yeah. I thought they were just they were married. I had no idea. That was very they were sweet. shacking. They were living in sin the whole time. <laughs> so now they got they got right with God. All right. Uh, this is up my alley. There's a new food truck in town. It's called Yummy Thai, uh, and it's the it's owned by the same folks that owned the former Thai Isan in Eastridge, which we used to go to quite a bit actually, when we worked over there. You can grab food from the truck every Monday and Thursday at Dirty Jane's Antiques, which is in my neck of the woods over on Dayton Boulevard, kind of right where it cross. I love that antique store. I'll tell you yeah, that. Yeah, it's good. It's I really that they, yeah, store. she has it's great stuff the in there. Which one? Which one? Dirty right, Janes. Dirty Janes. Next to and it's a kind of a big parking lot. Yeah. It's right on Dayton Boulevard, just a been. little bit past so Signal Mountain it's Road. It's Amigos Ace Hardware and there's Dirty Janes and, yeah. the, and they have individual antique vendors that have spaces in there. Yeah, yeah. And I can spend a day in there. I can just too. wondering around wishing I had $10,000. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they open at 11 um these Monday and Tuesday and they will continue until all the food is sold out that okay. day. Um, we're talking about gas prices and one of the things here locally that that's a problem is that DoorDashers, Uber drivers, all these people that are delivering stuff to our homes now that we didn't, you know, they didn't, we didn't have that before COVID really. I mean, not to this degree. Mm-hmm. They're saying that 70% of what they make is getting eaten up by gas. And they're asking, yeah. they're asking, you know, mm-hmm. there's a petition now. They're just asking, like every other delivery yeah. in the world. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say. Of course. And I mean, that's it's already happen. a bad way that's to make gonna, money anyway. That's going to be rolled over into the cost. It of may course. be a bad way to make money, but it's something that, I mean, I rely on that now. I like having that. Service. No, no, it's, it's, I'm not saying do away with yeah. it. I'm the just saying it's not a very good. Uber I mean, if, Eats if, and all the rest right. of that. You're stuff. destroying your car even if you're not putting gas prices it's into true. the mix. You're destroying your true. car. Nobody yeah. puts those those costs into account when they. Oh, I made this much money. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah so you run your car into the ground yeah. too, dude. Something I wondered about actually, and I'm, I'm glad you brought this up, is uh, I wonder if we'll see like we did back in the '70s when people started buying mopeds and stuff like. 
I wonder if we'll yeah, go back to right. that. Y'all, right. y'all do have to understand, we may get to the point where it is so punitive. We need bikes. That, that I can't make it in every day. I mean, that, that yeah. hour-long commute, oh, one way, one way, one way is hour. That's two hours I spend in the car every yeah. day. I drive to downtown in Ottawa every day. Yeah. That's far from yeah. you. I guzzle yeah. gasoline That's what I'm saying. every week. That, and that, yeah. that may come to a screeching halt and when it hits $8 a gallon. I mean, it, seriously. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that. My other job, I've told my boss already, like, look, I'm going to have to start working from home most days of the week. If this and you could. Yeah. And you yeah. could. I mean, I, and I, I know feasibly we could do this that way, too. And oh, we wouldn't have it any just, video. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have any video. We wouldn't have the, the report. Oh, no, we could, we could do yeah. every single bit of it with yeah. video and everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, we well, I guess we could. We absolutely yeah, could. Yeah, I guess we could. We just need to get it's you kind guys. of foolish we don't to be honest with you we just need to get you guys microphones that's all it's like fun coming, coming in. in here yeah I, I get to open the place up every day you know I and like I have I one last somebody. thing one yeah. last thing um if you ha- are playing wordle there's another game now called hurdle which is a lot like uh name that tune where they play you a second of a song and you have to guess what the song is i would slay it you get i would slay it that too you get six tries and then you can brag if you get it or or cower if you don't. I was at the convenience store this morning paying 409 for a gallon of gas <laughs> and went in and was getting ready to get a biscuit and there was a song playing on their Muzak and the woman behind the counter who knows me after years of me coming in there to buy two papers every morning. Uh, I think they keep the USA Today just for me, to be honest <laughs> Probably. with you. And, uh, and she goes, can you tell us who does this song? And I said, Golden Earring, 1977. <laughs> And uh, you know, and it, it was, it was, and then I said and later on, about ten years after that, they had another uh, season or uh, single that really did well with "When the Bullet Hits the Bone." I told you he'd know. I told you he'd know. So there you go. Yeah. And Russell, the love muscle Stroud, also gets his own corner, and we call it the muscle flex time. And now's the time for him to flex his muscle. You know how you guys are with music. That's how Jenny, get ready to really rise. How you guys are with music. That's how I am with guns. Watching movies. Someone be like, "Yo, what's that?" And I'll be like, "Well, actually, that's a that's a Mac 11, but it's a closed bolt version, so you know it's semi-automatic." It was referred to as a Sten gun back in the day, son. And you sit down, and I'll show you some Webster dictionary pictures here. And it began like this. And, you know. well, well, actually, it's called it's, it's called a Sten Mark III. And well, I'm like, well, it was the second bass player during that 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 world tour they had in '81. That's the one you're thinking about. Well, like I am with firearms and Jeff is with music. Jason Armstrong is that way with guitars, especially because he makes his own. Jason Armstrong, the owner of American Exotic Guitars, a true definition of a local artist, musician, and craftsman. American Exotic Guitars provides the highest end in quality, handcrafted, and completely custom-made instruments. Stunning guitars featuring premium components with a solid body construction using both traditional tone woods and American Exotics like Osage Orns, uh, Acacia Koa, Black Walnut, Honey Locust, Sassafras, and Persimmon. American Exotic Guitars believes that the comfort and beauty of their instruments are inextricably entwined. I'm so glad you wrote inextricably entwined in the copy, You know, you Jen. don't have to read the whole copy, like, verbatim. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah, have you ever noticed what I do? Have you noticed what I do? No, I don't really pay attention when you guys... Okay. Yeah, she stumbles a lot. I, yeah, <laughs> and, but and, I also power, <laughs> paraphrase, just and then, like you. And then I, just, oh. I, just, I scan everything and then just paraphrase it. And probably don't give them their, their proper due. Actually, technically speaking, we should be giving all of our sponsors 60 seconds. Well... That's the podcast. Well, congratulations, Jason Armstrong, American Exotic Guitars. Yeah. You've gotten... Well, no. then that would lead to yeah. reading it verbatim. <laughs> 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 I guess so. Anyway, American Exotic Guitars 
americanexoticguitars.com. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, or you can reach Jason directly, americanexoticguitars at gmail.com. What's the point of having copy uh, if I'm not supposed to read it? Well, you know, you get to know the copy so well. Inextricably huh? intertwined. I lo- you're doing great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, we're running out of time here. Muscle flat. All right, I'll be fast. Poland uh, yesterday announced that it would be sending its older MiG jets to the U.S.'s Ramstein Air Base in Germany. Yeah, Ramstein's not just an industrial band. It's also an air base in Germany in exchange for older American jets of similar capabilities. Polish MiGs would then be sent to Ukraine to replenish its stable of jets, which were destroyed by the Russians. The U.S., however, in a statement from uh, Pentagon Press Secretary John F. Kirby, seemed a little bit surprised that the Polish were making this announcement. He said, and I quote, We are now in contact with the Polish government following the statement issued today. As we have said, the decision about whether to transfer Polish-owned planes to Ukraine is ultimately one for the Polish government. We will continue consulting with our allies and partners about our ongoing security assistance to Ukraine because, in fact, Poland's proposal shows just some of the complexities the issue presents. The prospect of fighter jets at the disposal of the government of the United States of America departing from a U.S. NATO base in Germany to fly into an airspace that is contested with Russia over Ukraine raises serious concerns for the entire NATO alliance. It is simply not clear to us uh, that there is a substantive rationale for it. We will continue to consult with Poland and our other NATO allies about this issue and the difficult logistical challenges it presents, but we do not believe that Poland's proposal is a tenable one. End quote. And I'll say this real quick. Like he says, flying jets from NATO airspace into Ukraine, even if it were Ukrainian pilots flying them, would be potentially seen as a major escalation by the Russians, one that we obviously don't want to get involved with, unless we do, as proven by the statement from the press secretary. Ukraine's fight against Russia, we all know and agree, is a noble one. But we're risking total war and complete annihilation of the world as we know it. I don't think people calling for the no-fly zone realize that or don't care, in which case that's a little bit sociopathic because we're talking about all-out nuclear war. Now, yeah, Ukraine is in a bad spot, and yeah, a lot of people are dying in Ukraine, and yeah, that's horrible, and yeah, it should end. But uh, risking complete and total nuclear annihilation to solve the problem of one country, you got to play the pragmatic game. You got to play that complicated chess game. You got to play the complicated game that military generals play every day they're in a war where they have to decide who they're going to let die to save the rest of everyone else. And that's where things start to get complicated. And that's why war is dirty business. Mountains looking at each other, the storytelling segment of the show. Brought to you by RC2 Realty Solutions. My friend Robin Ring, Robin with a Y, it's like Styles with a Y. Robin at rc2realtysolutions.com. If you want to buy or invest in property, if you want to sell, renovate property, particularly if you have distressed property, she will help you get out from under it. And here's the story, boys and girls. Imagine a year from now in a Florida classroom, a third grader says, Professor Stiles. It's already a nightmare. Yes, Professor Stiles. My mom <laughs> bought this thing called a thigh master at a yard sale yesterday. And it had a picture of a pretty blonde woman who apparently was very famous at one point for inventing the thigh master. What else did she do? Well, young Susan, let me tell you. She was the star of a TV show called Three's Company. And in Three's Company, which began in 1977, when the nation's morals were probably the loosest they ever were, um, <laughs> it, it starred Suzanne Somers. Yes. And it also starred... Uh, John Ritter. John Ritter taught us how to laugh in the 70s. I loved that show. And Joyce DeWitt 
and uh, the the various characters uh, as we knew them, Janet yes. and Jack Tripper yep. and Chrissy Snow, and then of course the hilarious Mr. Roper and Mr. Furley, who was played by Don Knotts. <laughs> See, the whole story was this. Two single girls need a roommate to share their Santa Monica apartment. They decide to offer a room to the guy they find passed out in the bathtub after the going away party for their last roommate, hijinks and Sue. And it lasted for eight episodes or eight seasons. Eight seasons. Eight seasons. And and what well, well Mr. Styles, what what made it so funny? What made that show so special? I said, oh see, you see it was uncool even though there were people all across America shacking up and living outside the bonds of matrimony and living in alternative lifestyles, sometimes with multiple partners, we still had to pretend that we were an upright and righteous nineteen fifties type country where that sort of thing would not be allowed. There's no way a guy could live with two girls without sexual intercourse taking place. So so he had to pretend to be gay. Bleep, 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 bleep. Come get him. Take him away. Two and a half years in jail and a $250,000 fine. You said gay. All right. That was the silliest thing I've ever I know, heard. About. I'm just saying, <laughs> this is exactly what I'm talking about. These kind of things could literally come out and just, I mean, third grader, you said it would never happen. That's awfully third, complicated. Third, third, you third, just third. said will never happen. It will third never grader. Happen. I'm just, no. I'm, I'm, I know I'm, you're trying to make a greater point. Yeah. It to you the have, extreme. You have invented a scenario in order to get angry at something. <laughs> taking it to the extreme. My whole point, a third grader. Do you've got to do a you've got to do a, a a report on your hero. Who is your hero in life? John Ritter. My two, <laughs> Jackie Robinson. The, the, Third my, grader. My, John Ritter. My two moms. My two moms. I, I'm very proud of my, them. Whip whip whip. Come Styles, get them. Come get them. Two and a half years in prison. Two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine. You know. Mr. I'm, Styles says the third grader. My hero <laughs> is Richard Simmons. <laughs> oh, there's a problem. Two and a half years. Two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine. Mr. Styles. Boy George is my favorite musician. <laughs> Mr. Styles, the guy from Dead or Alive who didn't you spin me right around like a record baby is my hero. And also Andy Dick. Why does RuPaul sound funny? None of this will be able to your kids are gonna grow up ignorant in Florida because of this. They won't even know what the deal is with Suzanne Summers or Richard Simmons. Oh, I think that that the is humanity. by nature of them being under the age of fifty five. The humanity not because of any legislation. The humanity. That's why I tied the thigh master into it. All what right. the hell's a thigh master? <laughs> really? Yes. Oh Reach my roundup and shotgun <laughs> shoutouts brought to you by Tennessee American Water That's Company. That's a nineteen eighties product, so I'm not surprised he doesn't know what it is. I was born in nineteen ninety five. Yeah, but everybody knows what that thing is. Eight 1887, they've been putting fresh, drinkable, potable, delicious water in your faucets. Well, at I want to give a special thank you to American yes. uh, Tennessee American Water. How do you say um, T-H-I-G-H. Oh, I was putting an E in there. Okay. T-H-I-G-H. Thank you so much to Daphne and Catherine over at Tennessee American Water. They are wonderful people, and I love working with them. I've been saying that. Thigh master Well, something, has, something happened yesterday, and they're top of my mind. Here we go. Alabama, Montgomery. State Senate panel has approved a bill, as of yesterday, banning the teaching of divisive concepts in K through 12 history classes. Oh, for heaven's sake. K through 12 history classes. This is in Alabama? How do you teach history without teaching divisive concepts? 
Seward's Folly. <laughs> I mean, that was a divisive no, concept. No, Jeff, it was the Seward's, Monroe Doctrine. It was Seward's very good idea. My God, it's just insanity what we're dealing with. <laughs> what? What subjectively? Subjectively, what is a divisive concept? If because I, I remember this thing that happened from 1861 to 64 called the Civil War. Well, the thigh master was divisive because most people thought it was really just an overblown Kegel exercise and <laughs> what didn't really do anything. Group. Didn't Different do, muscle didn't group. Didn't do anything oh. for your thighs whatsoever. So master is like Ben Wobble. Cordell, then. Georgia. The city is moving ahead with plans to remove a Confederate monument from a park after 8,000 residents signed a petition. Durham, North Carolina. Duke University doctors say a baby from Asheboro is thriving after a first-of-its-kind heart transplant. They came with a bonus technique to try to help prevent rejection of the organ. Side note to that story, the guy that got the pig heart did pass away earlier this morning. Uh, that Where actually that? came in just as we began the podcast. But they knew that was going to happen. He knew he was uh, a human experiment. He got two months out but of it. But wasn't he an ex-con? Doesn't matter. Okay. Does that matter? I don't no. know. Is his life not valuable? In Nashville, Tennessee, Tennessee State Park saw yes. 38 and a half million visits in Next the fiscal year 2021. Next time gets five months out of him. <laughs> Possibly loving the parks to death. That's it for the regional wrap-up and shotgun shout-outs and leaving us top of the pops. Sports Barn, three locations in our town. They got thigh masters there, I guarantee you. <laughs> I had a thigh prop, master. Propped up in a corner somewhere, there's a thigh master and a Bowflex that has not been used in a long time. I had a thigh master and a shake of weight. 1979, they've had three locations, weight training, personal training, whatever it is you want to use to get in shape. To relax, going to get to, you can do yoga, you can do all kinds of stuff. They got, of course, the racquetball courts, uh, the pool, the uh, Sports Barn East has the pool. Uh, all right, the top of the pops consequences for cave trespassers. This is a simple one. The entire editorial is devoted to the two bonehead young men, mm-hmm. 20 and 21 years old, or 21, 22, who went and trespassed on railroad property to go to the cave that Russell has never been in, and uh, but he somehow knows all about it. And it took forever for the rescuers to get to them, and they were very lucky. They were this close to calling off the search, mm-hmm. and they would have been miserable and hypothermic and probably never made it out. But they are suggesting that they face charges, the editorial writers are, according to the Chattanooga Grotto Club, uh, said uh, there are about 10 thousand caves within one hour's drive of chattanooga most of them are open to the public why would you feel the need to trespass to go in one that was going to be especially dangerous because trespassing is fun yes that's why and that's the old you know what in every other aspect in every other sport that i know of in climbing if you're a backpacker and you get lost they will charge you literally ryan adams wrote the song charge you for the rescue blues and that was after they first started doing that when they actually charged hikers who were lost out west and they had to you know mount these huge posse campaigns out to find them they actually gave them a bill for the hourly wages of the people that well, looked for trespassing them. is also illegal i so know if you want to charge them charge them so they're saying you know basically norfolk southern released a statement so we're grateful to the that the men were rescued safely we're proud of the members of our team who assisted in the rescue effort nevertheless 
Railroad tracks are never a safe place for the public to explore, no matter what the circumstances. And the paper says, why shouldn't there be some sort of consequence for these two? And I don't really have an opinion on it. I was just saying. I don't care, but top I mean, of my mind, if, 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 if that's what they. If that's what comes with the 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 crime and the and the punishment. I think you know, if they're if, lucky, they're alive. You know, you're good. It's your choice to put yourself in a kayak on the river, to put yourself, you know, hanging on a rope on the side of a cliff. If somebody else has to come rescue you, you should be liable for that. When you travel outside of our nation's boundaries, you should have to sign a piece of paper that says, "I will not hold anybody responsible." For me, if I get kidnapped and held for ransom, I'm not expecting the U.S. government to negotiate for me. I think that just that should be part of the rules. Um, today, the only um I've got is the study that was released just yesterday by the American Medical Association, saying that hurricanes kill far more people than we thought because the after effects are so much worse mm. than we actually ever imagined. Interesting. They said decades, even decades later. People suffering from PTSD and things of this nature. They said you get injuries, you get infections, you get parasitic diseases, you get respiratory ailments from people basically dealing with drywall and busted up buildings and things of this nature that have been destroyed, cardiovascular diseases, and of course PTSD. And they say that really the death toll from hurricanes is much higher than you might think. So No surprise there. Ta-da. And that's today's show, Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Thank you so much for listening. Anybody got anything they want to add? Yeah, I have about a 20-minute anecdote. Here we go. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Thank you so much. Listen again tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. Obviously, you know what movie I'm going to go see this weekend. All right. Yeah, I got three hours. Jeez. I do. Don't what release a live do? bat. Why not? Oh, man. i got to return it now.